You are listening to the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, episode 186, and I'm taking you behind the scenes of our second week of rehearsals, tech week, and opening of Escape to Margaritaville at the Engeman Theater. Let's get started. My name is Maggie Barra, and welcome to another episode of the Actor Aesthetic Podcast, where I take you behind the scenes of the theater industry. The Actor Aesthetic Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at actoraesthetic.com forward slash podcast. You can follow me for more tips on the actor lifestyle at Actor Aesthetic or my personal profile at Maggie Barra. All links are in the show notes. Now, please, let's get on to the show. Wasting away once again on the Actor Aesthetic Podcast. I'm yelling, but that's only because we just opened Escape to Margaritaville at the Engeman Theater on Long Island. We are running until the end of August, and I am so happy with our show. I'm so excited for you to see it. If you haven't already gotten your ticket, go to engamantheater.com. That's E-N-G-E-M-A-N. Theater, E-R, not R-E. I always get those confused. It's fine.com. And I put the link in the show notes as well. And of course, if you have any questions about tickets or our show, feel free to email me at maggie at actoraesthetic.com or shoot me a DM at Maggie Barra or at actoraesthetic. I will see them there. Wow. Okay. So this is exciting. And the last time I spoke with you, I was in rehearsals. I was in week one of rehearsals, or I had just finished week one of rehearsals at Pearl Studios. So if you are unfamiliar with the Engeman or the rehearsal process, the Engeman Theater is a regional theater, a regional equity theater on Long Island. There are hundreds of regional theaters in the United States. This is one I've always wanted to work at. I've auditioned for quite a few times after graduating college, and they put on some really spectacular shows. So the way our rehearsals go, we started off our rehearsals. We had like a week, two weeks of rehearsals in New York City at Pearl Studios in Midtown in Manhattan, Typically from 10 to 6, 10 to 7, we missed a day of rehearsal because of the 4th of July holiday, so we added on some extra time there, and then we started tech just that second week, that that second weekend, uh, Saturday and Sunday. We had off Monday, and then we were hitting the ground running um, all the way up until this past week. We had really long days of tech on Long Island at the theater, and... The reason why I think it's so important, you know, if you haven't listened to that first episode about uh, my experience working at the Engman, you really should check it out. And here's why. This is not a super uncommon experience to be put into a short rehearsal process. And knowing what to expect, knowing what to prepare, and knowing how to put your best foot forward is so important so that you can be the most professional self, your most prepared self, walking into that first day of rehearsals. And it's still a learning curve for me, even as I continue working in the field, because it's always a little bit different, expectations are different, and timelines vary. But because this rehearsal process was so short, we really needed to 
to hit the ground running from the start, and there was no time to really mess around. In fact, we would often block a scene. You know, we'd go scene by scene. If there was no choreography in the scene, we would block the scene in the span of an hour and then sometimes not be able to go back and touch that scene until the run-through of Act 1 or the run-through of Act 2 or the run-through of the show. And that doesn't give you a whole lot of time to explore choices, to make you know, decisions about your character. So you have to come into the process with already a pretty good understanding of how you want to approach the material so that you have more freedom to play around with your choices once you actually get the chance to run through. So you're not glued to your music book or your script. I have yet to be a part of an original Broadway cast that has, you know, previews and a long tech rehearsal process, and I will happily take you through that once that happens, God forbid. But what I can say about tech for a regional show, for a regional equity show, is that it's not an easy feat. It's grueling. It's not like a high school tech week or your tech week at college. It can get close, but it's just not the same. There's so many moving parts. There is money on the line. You know, everyone there is trying to make sure that the production that's being put up is the best thing that could be put up on that stage at that time. There's a lot of people that are involved. There's, it's not just, you know, your stage manager and your costume designer and your lighting designer. It's also the scenic designer and the company manager and the producing artistic director and the artistic director and executive producers. There's a ton of people involved besides just the, the core creative team that you might have been used to working with in a closed setting in rehearsals. So I cannot stress this enough. It's so important that you take care of yourself from jump, from the very beginning of your tech rehearsal process. There are a lot of moving parts that you can't control. And the only thing you can control is your attitude and your health and your well-being. And so you want to make sure you're getting enough sleep. You want to make sure you're drinking water and fueling your body. Sometimes, you know, you might get too stressed or anxious or worried or busy. And so you might not be eating as much. And though it's not always possible to escape, the last thing you want to do is get injured or get sick. Sometimes you just do. Sometimes maybe you're near people that are ill or, you know, you can't get around that. Or maybe you just step the wrong way in rehearsal and you and you injure yourself. But you want to do everything you possibly can to take care of your body. Don't forget to warm up. Don't forget to warm down after rehearsals. Be careful about drinking during a contract or smoking or doing something that might alter your voice, your physicality. If you do drink alcohol, just know that it does dehydrate your body. So make sure that you are drinking enough fluids and be really careful about overusing your voice, um, especially if you're in maybe a loud party after the show or a loud environment. You want to think ahead. I think you have to take care of yourself in a way that sometimes athletes do, Olympians do, because once you get into this industry and you do it professionally, your body is your instrument, and it's really hard to work on an injured body. 
it's really hard to do your best work on an injured body, a sick body, or an unhealthy body. And I know this from personal experience, so please, please just take care of yourself. Something that is newer for me is that uh, we have previews for this particular production. Any show I've ever been in, uh, we have not had previews. So this was the first time I got to experience that. And there's not a whole lot of a difference here in terms of how the show is run. It was treated exactly the same. The audience was treated the same. We technically started our previews, I think, on that Thursday. And then we had one more on Friday. And then a Saturday matinee was a preview. And then Saturday night was our first real opening of the show. We rehearsed a ton once we got to the theater because then we were able to, once we got that show off its feet, we were able to go back and work through some problem areas of the show, work through some set changes and scene changes and transitions and costume changes. We were able to slow down relatively and get through some numbers that we wouldn't have been able to get through uh, during the original rehearsal process because we were just trying to get the show up and running. Even during some previews, we were changing things, costumes and entrances, blocking, choreography. I actually really love previews. I, I really liked having a preview process because we were able to go through our show for one of the first times in front of a live audience and feel out the reaction to our show, feel out um, when the audience might respond to our show, when they might laugh, when they might make a sound, you know, whatever. We've had a lot, we've already had a lot of uh, feedback from our audience just during the show. We've had audience members singing and dancing with us. I mean, it's been Kind of cool, like really cool. Uh, this is the first time I've ever been in a show quite like this, where not only is the audience super into it and participating with us, but they also already have, or at least many of them already have a background with Jimmy Buffett, knowing his music. Um, some of them I've spoken to, you know, have been to his concerts. Our parrot heads really do love the culture that Jimmy Buffett has created, the brand that he's created with Margaritaville. And so already having that background, maybe they haven't seen the show yet, but then once they see the show and they put it all together, they really, really enjoy it and they have a good time and they express that. And previews taught us a lot about how they were responding to the show and how the pace of the show was going to be affected by the audience. I am someone who my instinct is always to keep the pace and the energy up like 1000%. And even though I'm still fighting to keep the pace and the energy up, this is a show where you can sit back a little. Like there are there are times where you are allowed to sit back in your lines, in your character, in who you are on stage, and also to let the audience feel what they want to feel at that given moment and just ride with it. You'll see what I'm talking about if and when you do come to see it. Again, it's we are running on Long Island at the Engeman Theater till the end of August, and it's just a train ride away from Manhattan. Northport is a beautiful harbor town. It's super cute, has some great local shops and dining. Feels very homey, very neighborly. Everyone seems to know each other, and everyone's super supportive of each other. I love meeting the locals at the shows. And that's something else I really love about regional theater. I've done a couple of regional theaters now since graduating. And um, 
there's just something so special about bringing a show, bringing a really high quality show out to a place that really admires and respects theater. Uh, I spoke to some people who did see the show on Broadway, and I spoke to others who had never been to a Broadway show, and they just love going to the shows at the Engeman. And that is their experience with musical theater. I'm sure that's people's experience, you know, going on tour and getting to bring really, really wonderful shows out to cities that might not necessarily get to experience a Broadway show in New York City. That's just so special to me. Some of you have also asked me whether or not I'm continuing to work my nine to five job. I talked about this a little bit in my last podcast episode. And just to briefly give you a rundown, you know, leading up until just maybe a couple weeks ago, just before starting um, rehearsals for this, I was working nine to five, even during when uh, we did The Baker's Wife off Broadway and then when I did Powerline Road in New York City. Um, yeah, I was still working my nine to five job. I was still working full time, even if my hours were a little bit different because I had rehearsals during the day or whatever. Um, but I think what's difficult about this particular contract is that there is a lot of travel um, to and from Long Island. If the show were in New York, it might be, you know, like in the city, it might be a different experience. But because I do have a, a hefty time of travel to and from the theater, uh, I'm not necessarily able to be in person in the office all the time. And for those of you who might be newer to my podcast, I have been for the last year, uh, the marketing associate and social media manager for uh, the Jill Biggs Group, which is a real estate team, one of the top teams, in fact, in the country, not making that up, simply true, which is so cool. They're based out of Hoboken. We do business in northern New Jersey, in Hudson County, Hoboken, Jersey City, Weehawken, Union City. And I've been working for them since... May of 2022. So what I've worked out with them is during the duration of this contract, I am going to part time trying to complete just about everything I was doing prior, but working a little bit less, um, less hours. And uh, my honest review of all of that is that it was definitely challenging for the first week of rehearsals because um, they were so strenuous, um, physically, mentally, I was learning a lot of material really fast. And then I was coming home and working for the Jill Biggs group. And, and I definitely can't complain because I love it so much. I love working for the Jill Biggs group. I love being able to, uh, assist, with my, um, you know, my other passions in, in social media and marketing. And I just, I love being a part of a team and I love being able to support them in any way I can. And it was definitely a challenge when I was in New York city from 10 to six with short breaks in between and working on my, my dinner break or my lunch break and, you know, answering emails and questions on my five minute breaks in between rehearsal but I can't complain because they have been so flexible with me and have been so accommodating and have allowed me to continue to stay on the team, um, to continue to uh, have health insurance and continue to get paid and continue to do what I love and to help out. I mean, it's, it's, really, it's really an incredible situation and I'm very, very thankful 
and I, I look forward to returning full time. But for now, um, this is what works for me. This is what works for them. And I am so, so grateful. So that's a little bit about what I've been up to there. Speaking of keeping your peace and staying healthy and uh, taking care of your body, I'm going to hit the hay now because I want to really conserve my voice over the next few days that we're off from the show. So I will try my best to to stay off my voice, which is virtually impossible because I love to talk. Okay, whatever. This is why I have a podcast. Oh, it's so hard. It's a learning process for all. I love you all. I'm so happy that you tuned in this week. And always, if you enjoyed this episode, screenshot it, share it to your Instagram story tag at actor aesthetic so I can see who's following with me there. If you have any topic suggestions you want me to cover over the next few weeks, I'll be recording some more episodes. Please feel free to DM me at Maggie Barra or at actor aesthetic. And, uh, wow, it takes a village. I'll see y'all next week. 